Arthritis Unpacked is an independent patient education resource supported by Janssen. The information provided is for educational purposes and does not replace advice from your healthcare professional. Paul Bird is an experienced rheumatologist and researcher dedicated to the expert management of patients with all forms of arthritis and rheumatic disease. As well as caring for patients in his clinical practice, he continues to undertake arthritis research with fellow Australian rheumatologists and with international colleagues, ensuring he is up to date with the most recent medical advances. Welcome to the fifth episode of Arthritis Unpacked, a podcast series designed to help you understand your arthritis better and help you get the best out of your treatment. Join me, Dr. Paul Bird, an arthritis specialist, which is also known as a rheumatologist, as together we unpack your arthritis baggage, helping you navigate the maze of arthritis terms and treatments. Arthritis without the jargon, arthritis made simple, arthritis unpacked. Today we're going to talk about the role of diet, exercise and reducing stress as really important parts of your rheumatoid arthritis management. These are vital aspects of your treatment, really important parts of the management that aren't prescribed medicines. They include things like controlling your weight, exercising regularly, ensuring that you don't smoke, and of course making sure that you eat a good diet. Let's look at each of these in turn, remembering that these things are an essential part of the process of recovery and ultimate wellness. The medicine alone can't do this job if we're not attending to these other important things. Diet has its own separate episode in Arthritis Unpacked, but I'll make some general comments here to help you. Let's look at diet for rheumatoid arthritis. After the medical treatments, this is the question I get asked most about. Is there a diet that cures arthritis? Should I avoid certain foods? Is there anything I should eat to help myself? Let me first make something clear. I believe diet modification is a very important part of treating arthritis. But there is no diet that can cure arthritis. I know that you can find things online or in books that give you the advice that diet can cure arthritis, but I must be honest at this point in time. There is no special diet that gets rid of rheumatoid arthritis, or any other arthritis for that matter, without other measures. So, it's a really important part of the treatment plan, but what we don't want to see is it being the only thing that you do to help manage your rheumatoid arthritis or other type of arthritis. It's very important, but it's not the cure. Here's some easy things to remember in short form that will help guide you. The person most responsible for what you eat is you. The best thing you can do is make the decision to look after your body and nurture it to better health. Avoid all the latest fad diets as they generally don't consider the specific needs of those with chronic inflammatory health issues. Choosing a balanced diet simply means including all the food groups and watching your portion size. While there is no specific diet for rheumatoid arthritis, researchers have identified certain foods and supplements that may be helpful. These foods comprise what is known as the anti-inflammatory diet, sometimes also referred to as the Mediterranean diet. So what's in the Mediterranean diet? Fruits and vegetables. Fruits and vegetables contain antioxidants that can help reduce inflammation. Specifically, green leafy vegetables rich in vitamin K, like spinach, kale and broccoli. Whole grains. There is some evidence that whole grains such as brown rice and quinoa may help. 
and oily fish and fish oil from cold water fish like salmon, herring, cod, trout and sardines. If you're looking for an easy place to start turning your diet around, the Mediterranean diet is good. As I said, it's delicious and healthy. You're probably thinking, I've heard a lot about fish oil. Why the fish? Fish oil has been studied extensively in RA and other inflammatory conditions. Studies have shown that fish oil can relieve joint tenderness and morning stiffness, reduce the duration of morning stiffness, and reduce disease activity in people with RA. It can be taken in capsule form, such as fish oil or krill oil. Here are a few rules that will help guide you. These rules are based on the latest research presented by clinicians and scientists at one of the international meetings for rheumatologists called EULAR, which was held in June 2021. Reduce salt. Don't add it to food and avoid high sodium foods like packaged foods. Use herbs as a substitute. Reduce sugar. Watch out for sugar-laden drinks and sugar-laden foods advertised as low fat. Add fish oil, sardines, mackerel, salmon, or take it in capsule form. Mediterranean diet, fruits, grains, fish oil. Increase your fibre. Grains, vegetables are important. Reduce caffeine. Small amounts of coffee. Substitute green tea. Maintain a healthy weight. Every kilo weight gain increases inflammation. And alcohol. Moderation is the key. If you're looking for more information, visit Arthritis Australia or Creaky Joints. Or for more information, listen to my podcast, Diet and Arthritis In-Depth. It's a short tour of diet, and there's a lot more in it, but I'll leave that for another time and another episode. The next bit that's really important for you is exercise. While any sort of movement may be the last thing you want to do when you wake up each day feeling stiff and in pain, regular physical activity can go a long way to help you feel better. Many people may also be cautious for fear of doing more damage to their joints. In fact, research shows that appropriate and individually tailored exercise is one of the best ways to treat arthritis by strengthening your muscles and tendons, giving more support to your joints, increasing your energy levels, improving your heart health and circulation, increasing your lung capacity, reducing your weight, generally improving your mood and emotion or well-being, improving your quality of sleep. Some forms of exercise can also reduce your risk of developing osteoporosis. The term exercise is quite broad and it may invoke images of long hours at the gym or of running for miles. In the early stages of the illness, if you're barely capable of walking around the house, then that form of exercise is clearly not for you. But here are some you might like to try. Yoga, Tai Chi, simple walking 30 to 40 minutes daily, cycling, warm water exercise, also called hydrotherapy, muscle strengthening exercises. Move when you can. It's a vital part of the recovery process. The next bit for us to unpack are things like over-the-counter nutraceuticals. By those I mean things like curcumin, rosehip vital and glucosamine. These are not essential for patients with rheumatoid arthritis. You should view them as mild relievers. They provide mild relief from inflammation, but on their own they're never enough to help alleviate the problem. It's also important to discuss them with your doctor. We generally don't have any objections to you taking these medications in conjunction with all of your conventional therapy, but it's necessary for us to know about them. 
Nutraceuticals like curcumin, glucosamine, think of them as mild relievers. They can help, but they're not essential. The last bit to unpack is reducing your stress. Stress and pain often go hand in hand. People with arthritis often have a background level of pain that is constantly just there. We get so used to it that we hardly notice it as we go about our day. If something happens that causes us stress, our bodies immediately tense up. A certain amount of stress in our lives is normal and even considered healthy, as stress can also be positive. Where it becomes a problem is when the stress factors remain unresolved and the tension in our bodies continues to build up. Having good family or friend supports, joining a support group, reducing your work stress, keeping a positive mental outlook are ways that you can help manage your stress and improve your recovery. As I always say to patients, stress is life, but we have to recognise when stress is having an adverse effect on us and do something about it. Otherwise, we get caught in the same cycle over and over. Stress. Know what it is in your life, how it affects you, and find ways to minimise it if you can. That's a lot of unpacking for now, and I think it's time to put it all back into the suitcase by returning to the patient that we discussed at the start of the episodes. Kylie had a really tough time initially. Using the blood test as clues, we saw that she had a really high ESR and CRP, strongly positive rheumatoid factor and CCP. And we had to use a lot of relief medication to wrestle the disease under control as soon as possible while we started the preventers. During this time, she was supported by her husband and family, but she had to scale back her work to three days a week for six months while she recovered. Once we eventually got the right preventer on board, however, she reached a state we call remission. That's when someone gets to the point where they barely have any symptoms anymore and they're returning to a normal life. Remission means that the disease is under control. It means that you have to keep continuing the preventative to stop it coming back, but we try to get the dose of medications down to a minimum to do the job. I've been seeing Kylie over 20 years and during that time she certainly had her ups and downs but she's continued to surge forward and took on board the advice that she was given on diet and exercise, as well as to keep taking her medications. During those 20 years, she managed to have another baby, a beautiful baby daughter, who is now 12 years old, and her two daughters aged 12 and 14 give her great joy. She's now working full time, and when I go out to the waiting room to greet her these days, I see a woman dressed in her work clothes with stylish but sensible pair of shoes who gets out of the chair without any difficulty and walks toward me confidently. She would love to wear shoes with pointed toes and just a small heel, but her feet won't let her. She said that she still has days where she's tired, and sometimes she has flares, and that can be debilitating, but she's learned a way of managing. She's one of my triumphant veterans, the people who have had RA for a long time, who know its ways and know how to react when it tries to get at her again. Kylie is really good at that now. When I speak to her about her rheumatoid arthritis, she says she knows that it's sitting there in the background, but as long as it stays there and she can get on with her life, she's content and happy. We keep her rheumatoid arthritis packed away. Each time I see a patient with rheumatoid arthritis, I'm reminded of how different the journey is for everyone. Some respond quickly to the first preventer, Others take three, four, or five months before we find the right one. Every person is different. And as I close the suitcase today, I want to impart to you that everyone's journey is different. 
but with supports around you and a good rheumatologist, you can find your way through the maze and out to the other side. I'm Professor Paul Bird, and this is a podcast series all about arthritis. Without the jargon, arthritis made simple. Arthritis unpacked.